1: Okay, welcome back, Creeps. Welcome to. Oh, sorry. What the fuck? You want to say hello?
2: Hello, everyone.
1: Welcome back to, or welcome to, 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 to,
2: to, 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 titillating tales of terror, part two.
1: Titillating tales of titillating tales of true terror, part two. Oh, did I
2: miss that part? Yeah.
1: This is uh, like a fourth or fifth try.
2: Yeah, and I, I keep having to say t- 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 "fuck off" because <laughs> I think I'm funny. But anyways, um, so. if I sound a little funny, I'm getting over the flu. It's not COVID. I got tested and it was negative. And I said, "Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm an optimist." <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was
1: awful. <laughs> And I'm just lazy because I've been sitting here at home with Dulce for the last few days.
2: Yay. I keep telling him not to feel guilty because I need the support. I have become very needy when I'm sick.
1: We are couch potatoes. Anyway, we're here to give you the other half of the delightful stories that have been sent to us. I have not read these, and I just sent Dulce two, and I have two. They look pretty juicy. So let's get stuck in, I think. Let's fuck it up. You wanna go?
2: Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> you I thought that we're... <laughs> I forgot what that <laughs> we to we're... To we're... what we're doing here. On on the that podcast we're just hanging out that we do. and talking.
1: I just have a little read there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. So this is from Joanna. Hey Joanna um oh that's so funny because i'm like hey joanna and it starts out with hi dulce and adam (laughs) (laughs) we were first (laughs) my name is joanna i live in sweden what the fuck she's all the way in sweden holy shit (laughs) sweden okay nice very good i know a little bit about swedish culture because of where i work so awesome Hello from Sweden. Oh, and one of my favorite YouTubers is from Sweden, Uh, Angelica Nufquist. Nufquist. Anyways, um, just really excited. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so I live in Sweden, and I started listening to you guys because of Jim Harrell's Campfire. Oh my god!
1: Fuck yeah! We were just listening
2: to him. I think you guys are hilarious and entertaining. That creepy pasta was hilarious. I had a hard time keeping a straight face at work. (laughs) Yay, we're funny. (laughs) Anyways, I thought I would share something that happened to me that I still don't have an explanation for. Who knows? Maybe you guys can figure it out. Smiley face. I was around 11 years old and it was only me and my mom home at around lunchtime. Our house at the time was built on a slope, so it had a few flights of stairs Between the living room, where my mom was, and the bedroom, where I was. I was sitting by the computer and had another chair next to me with a stack of books. All of a sudden, my chair hovers for like a second. The chair literally rises a few centimeters in the air and with me in it. Just straight up and down. Holy shit. I can't say how high, but not very high. And almost in a controlled manner. Nothing else in the room moved or made a sound. Not even the books next to me. I go running down all those stairs shouting for my mom when I realized she's also running up the stairs calling for me. We quickly realized the exact same thing happened to both of us at the same time. Only for her it was a sofa and nothing else moved either. Fucking hell. A fucking sofa, yeah. man. Not even the glasses in the cabinet. <laughs> what the fuck? She made a few calls to check if there had been any earthquakes in the area or any disturbances, but there was nothing that could explain it. To this day, we still don't have an explanation. Also, unrelated, around the same time, we got one of our first digital cameras, and I, of course, had to try it out and went to film the view from our house outside. My cousin and I happened to be watching those same videos I made a couple of months later, and we actually spot a real ass UFO on three of the frames flying between two trees. Wow. Yeah. I kind of figured it might have been a UFO because I just feel like ghosts would be too sloppy.
1: Yeah, for them both to have the same experience, like in yeah. separate yeah. parts of the house and stuff like that. It was
0: definitely yeah. a weird one.
2: This is very, um, what do you call it? Um, m- this is a meticulous work of aliens. Mm-hmm. We got so scared, we just ran screaming down the stairs. Ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess in retrospect, that is funny. I never uploaded these frames or the video online because it's not a fake or altered video. And once it's out there, it's hard to prove that it's not. That's true. Yeah. You know, it's, it's with the community, unfortunately, there's a lot of hit and miss. Where, like, you'll get, like, some real support, you know? I think and it's always that,
1: safer with those kind of things. That are just like, this is just something for you.
2: Yeah. And then there's some people that put the shit out and they get so much fucking hate that they're just like, well, fuck it. I'm not going to post anything yeah, anymore. Yeah,
1: exactly. Why would you want to? Exactly. I think it's just something special that you know that you saw. and
2: Yeah. That's and, it all about it. and possibly show us. Um. <laughs> yeah, we definitely won't <laughs> The UFO itself looks like your typical silver saucer with the resolution quality you would expect from 2001. (laughs) (laughs) I have more stories, but aliens and UFOs are a subject that especially interests me and terrifies me. Me too, Joanna. Like you would not believe. Oh, and black eyed kids. Yeah. That shit scares me too.
1: We've had a couple of weeks of nothing but black eyed kids.
2: (laughs) Anyways, keep up the good work and can't wait to hear more episodes. Joanna. Yay. Yay! That
1: was I, like that was so good. Like as soon as I read that there was aliens in it, I had to read it.
2: Yeah, show us the pictures if you're not going to show it to anybody else.
1: Oh yeah, feel free to send it to us because like we want to share see? it or anything. We'll just yeah.
2: Like, oh my god, we'll just look at them and be like, wow. Let's... Yeah,
1: and I was actually talking to her after this because I was like, <laughs> fucking hell, like what a cool story.
2: Yeah.
1: And she said she actually had those experiences. I think when she was living in Portugal. Oh. So she is a a well travelled person.
2: You know, I notice some like a lot of Europeans are because everything is like all the countries are so close to you. That's really cool, I think. Yeah. Um, but send us the rest of your stories, John, and we'll be happy to read them.
1: Yeah, we love getting like uh Fucking send us all your stories. We just just, like it when you guys talk to us. We will literally read it every month. Like, oh look, it's Joanna again.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's our friend Joanna from Sweden.
1: Yeah, and actually this next one, because on the last episode Tillating tales episode, we had a repeat sender from Caroline, who's also a patron. Shout out to Caroline.
2: Oh yeah, yeah.
1: And then this next one is also a repeat. And it is Miss Witch Readings on Instagram. Make sure to go check out their profile because it's cool. They do like tarot stuff, like stuff that I don't understand. But anytime they put up videos or anything, I love watching it because it's like a Virgo is, I'm like, fuck you, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) Like every fucking time. But uh, yeah, they also do like private readings, like online, but one-on-one things. You know what I'm trying to say? I'm butchering it.
2: You mean like personal readings?
1: personal readings. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Like my, my brain is just not in it.
2: <sighs> Sorry. I kind of spaced out in the first half of what you were saying because of the cough medicine and then like it took me forever to like tune back in and pick up the pieces and figure out what you were saying.
1: Oh, well, excuse me, little Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> just check out Miss Witch Readings on Instagram.
2: That's cool. I would love to get a reading from her. Yeah. I don't like reading my own cards. <laughs>
1: They did say like that we could. Um, I just don't like to pester. Oh yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. We'll definitely get in touch. To yeah, them. maybe we're... we can do like a live thing or something.
2: Yeah, that would be cool.
1: Okay. Anyway, after all that, a switch reading says, "Okay, I'm about to send our most recent apartment stories to you!" Exclamation <laughs> mark. Oh. Recently, my fiance and I got into an argument. It happened kind of late at night, and we were getting ready to go to bed, so we were in our bedroom. Something worth noting is that our apartment is 600-something square feet, so it's a small space. Our TV is on the other side of the wall, connecting to our bedroom, and our bedroom door is a sliding door, so it doesn't really shut. I know I hate those ones.
2: I wonder if they're still living in that apartment that we saw um, them living in.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think they are, yeah. Oh. But yeah, I know these. I had these doors in like in wardrobes and closets and stuff before. I fucking hate them. But
2: never in a bedroom, I don't think. I've never seen that before.
1: Yeah. yeah, Anyway, with that said, we have a hard time finding our own space in the apartment when we need it, and that's what the argument was about. Mm. A few times during that argument, voices were raised. We were angry. We were upset. But for some reason, our TV responded to us when I said one specific thing while using my inside voice. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: At that point, I had just told my fiance I didn't want him to resent me. And of course, he said he couldn't. As you can imagine, we were nearing the end of the argument at that point, And we're being reasonable with each other. But for some reason, Google activated on our TV. And she said specifically, sometimes it can feel like a lot.
2: That is strange.
1: That is that's my Google impression, by the way. Do it again. Sometimes it can feel like a lot.
2: <laughs> I feel like that's you trying to be like having an American accent.
1: Oh. No. 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 It's different. That's my <laughs> robot Google voice.
2: Give me your American accent and say it again.
1: No. Damn it. <laughs> I, can't I, don't. Do it. I, I can't do it. Put me on the spot. Oh. This was strange to us because, as I said, it was late at night and our TV was completely off. Weird.
2: Huh.
1: First, I looked down at the home pod that we have in our room, thinking it was Siri that spoke to us. hmm But that home pod had not been activated either. My fiancé said, what was that? I responded with, I don't know.
0: hmm
1: And he proceeded to follow me out into the living area, where we noticed that the TV was off. hmm Not only does the TV need to be on to talk to us, but you need to press a button on the remote to activate Google or you need to say, hey, Google, loud enough for it to hear you.
2: Uh, Yeah,
1: I'm doing the hand motions here as well. Okay. yeah, that's
2: helping me keep track of what you're saying, actually. (laughs) Keep going.
1: (laughs) Neither of us mentioned Google. Neither of us mentioned Siri. Our bedroom door was closed and we were using inside voices at that point in the night. There seemed to be no reason why Google will respond to us while we were on the quieter side versus when we were actually raising our voices. But it did. That night was one of the first times where I felt like whoever was in our apartment at that moment was not malicious. Now, as you might remember, we do have a spirit here that likes to scare us. Yeah. And yeah, go on to Miss Witch Readings because they did a live not that long ago. This is how... They had an IGTV or something like that. I don't know. It's on there. They're talking about this particular spirit and a lot of other things. So just go on there, catch up. It's like an hour long. It's worth it. But something about this felt different. We kind of just laid in bed for a moment and were reflecting on it because we understood at that point in time we had so much energy in our living space that this could have easily been a spirit, just not the one we were used to. We've had two suicides on one side of my family. One was quite recent, sorry to hear that.
2: That's awful, we're sorry.
1: And another was my grandma when my mother was young. Although we never met our grandma, myself, my sister and my cousins have all felt very close to her. However, my uncle's death, being more recent, has shown a lot more activity surrounding his spirit. He was a former addict, and as you can imagine, our family struggles with mental health issues in general. So it makes more sense to me for either my grandma or my uncle to step in when we're having a heated discussion than it would make sense for our mean ghost stepping in. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. (laughs) It made me pretty emotional to feel like they were looking out for us, especially since moving across the country, I felt their presence less and less. Yesterday, however, my fiance cleaned up the apartment before going on a run. Okay, no need to show off. (laughs) He said a watermelon that we recently bought at the grocery store on the counter. But when I stepped out for a snack, I noticed the candy sitting directly on top of the watermelon. I just kind of brushed it off as him being silly. But when he came home, he asked me why I put the candy on top of the watermelon. We freaked out on each other because we were both accusing the other person of (laughs) setting the candy there without realizing it. Or we were doing it intentionally to freak the other one out. But I didn't put it there. And I really, truly believe he didn't either, because he was the first to ask if I was doing it just to mess with him. Later on in the evening, we were sitting together and watching TV, and I got up to use the restroom. As I was walking across and in front of the TV stand, the candle that my mom decorated for my uncle's funeral that we all got to take home fell off the TV stand. When I say fell off the TV stand, I mean it flew off. It flew off in a direction that I couldn't have pushed it in, and I was a few inches away from the TV stand at that point. We've had an issue with stuff falling like that, specifically my phone for some reason. It just seems strange to me that after all of this other stuff happened, it was my uncle's candle that fell this time. I do have to say again that it is oddly comforting to know that it's them and not the other thing that we've been living with, but it does still throw us off a little bit. I can totally understand. I've had these issues where things have happened around me and I'm like, okay, I'm 99% sure this is a family member. Yeah. But I've also openly said, please don't fucking do it again because <laughs> it scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Um, But it's also really nice to know that, yeah, like that is pretty clear that it's one of them mm. looking out or maybe both of them, you know? Yeah. So it's a... Uh, Although it started with an argument, it's actually a pretty nice story.
2: Yeah, it is. And Very, like, supportive.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of both of you as well. It's not like it was slapping your boyfriend around or, <laughs> yeah. or your fiancé. Sorry. So that's also nice to know. It's like, you know, a nice level-headed Yeah, um, it's not energy. like
2: stirring the pot or nothing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much for sending it in. And make sure to go check out Miss Witch Readings.
2: Thank you, we Miss Witch w- Thank you, Miss Witch Readings. <laughs>
1: All right, Dulce, tell me a story.
2: All right, I will do that. This is from Corey. What it, up, Corey? It says, hi, Adam and Dulce. I'm a big fan of your podcast. I found out about you guys from Let's Not Meet. Oop, nice.
1: Whoop. That's both of, our, both of our boys. Our friend, Andrew
2: Tater Tot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Andrew, <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> I knew I had no part in that. <laughs> I've listened to every episode so far and love when you drop a new one. I've been wanting to write in for a few weeks now because after listening, it's made me think of all the weird things that have happened at my parents' house. I apologize in advance for my poor writing abilities, but I'll try my best to cover my experiences. I moved out about four years ago, but my parents still currently live in this house, which is in Denver, Colorado. Nice. (laughs) Why, because of the weed? No, I really want to go there. (laughs) Or because of Stanley Hotel.
1: It's just everything, the mountains and shit. I have a feeling that's where we're going to end up settling. Just saying.
2: Hmm. When we first moved there, I was around 12 to 13 years old. I'm 25 now. It's a pretty big house, but it was not in the best shape when we first moved in. Being young, I thought the house was kind of creepy, even before anything weird started happening. It took about a month to feel settled in, everything unpacked and in its place. Just to give a quick rundown of the layout... There are three rooms and a bathroom upstairs, along with a second living area that was an add-on from the previous owner. Downstairs, there are two bedrooms, a bathroom, and a laundry room that's connected to what used to be a kitchenette. My room was upstairs directly across from the bathroom. Literally, as soon as we were settled in, so about a month living there, I had my first creepy experience. Me and my two older brothers all had school the next day, so everyone was already in bed around 10.30 or so. I was scared, sleeping in my own room, and have always been afraid of the dark. Oh my god, me too. (laughs) So it didn't make what happened any easier to digest. I was sleeping in my bed, trying to go to sleep, but was struggling. All of a sudden, I hear my door handle start to squeak. It was an old-style handle, one that you push in and turn to lock which I thought I had done correctly, but I had never used one, so my first thought was, oh, I didn't lock it, and it must be my mom coming in to check on me or something. The door handle turns, but the door never opened. I start to sweat and get nervous. I'm already paranoid in this new creepy house. I'm up against the wall, hiding in my blankets, watching the door. When I hear the floor start to creak, as if someone is walking towards me. My room is dark, but I can see just fine with the moonlight coming in through the window. There is nobody but me in my room. As the footsteps approach me closer and closer, they stop. I'm looking around my room, freaking out. That's when my blankets start to get pulled Uh towards the foot of my bed. I physically feel them being pulled from me. I yank them back to me and completely tuck my entire body under them. I felt like I was trapped there, but the next thing I know, I wake up. I managed to fall asleep, waiting for something to happen to me. Thank baby Jesus. <laughs> I never told anyone <laughs> what happened because I blew it off, twerking myself. <laughs> What? Okay. What? So they
1: they emailed back at the very end. Said thinking to myself, not twerking. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't. I didn't want to ruin the the story for myself, so I just left it (laughs) at the end. But I was wondering where it was (laughs) gonna (laughs) go. Uh, I think you broke him. <laughs>
0: what?
1: I think he, I think he broke you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just there twerking to myself,
2: as one does. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: never told anyone what happened
0: because I blew it off <laughs> twerking to myself. <laughs> Sorry, Kobi. Oh my god.
1: You know what, there's more to this story, but real quick, I think that like the fact that he fell asleep.
2: <laughs> in my head, I'm imagining in like an old house and he's just in his room in his twin size bed next to it, just twerking, but like with a pensive face on. Yeah, he's it's just... real <laughs> serious.
1: But I think the fact that they managed to fall asleep was just the fear and adrenaline probably knocking them the fuck out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> okay, where was I? You just I was at the just... part where they
1: were twerking. And,
2: and so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, stop. You're going to make me start coughing all over again. Uh. <laughs> I was just scared. <laughs>
1: Now she's laughing at herself, laughing.
2: (laughs) What a scared twerking.
1: (laughs) Oh, my cheeks hurt. (laughs) I'll read that line so you can just continue from the next one. Mm. Thank you. (laughs) Thank baby Jesus. (laughs) I never told anyone what happened because I blew it off thinking to myself I was just scared and imagined it. But over the next eight years or so, I would come to realize that it did happen, and not just to me.
2: Goodness. Thank you for that, Adam. Thank you. (laughs) The collection of things I'm going to talk about next aren't linear, because I can't remember exactly when they all happened. There was a time where I was in the basement living area, watching TV by myself, when I started to hear heavy breathing right behind me, like an old man who smoked, that's how I've been sounding since I've been sick.: Yeah a little bit <laughs> I was like, "Adam, can you please buy me some tissues?" He's like, "Oh, I forgot I was sleeping next to a 50-year-old man." <laughs> I muted the TV and could hear it plain as day. Sure enough, nobody was in the basement with me. After a while, me and my family started to share experiences and realize we all have encountered weird things. My mom has heard a little girl call her name. My brother saw a reflection in a mirror that wasn't his. Fuck. Me and my oldest brother felt a cold orb while sitting on the couch and both followed it with our hands through different parts of the house. What? That's crazy. One night, we all had our friends over, literally 10 of us, in the basement when we saw someone in a white shirt walk through the hallway to my brother's room. First of all, nobody was wearing a white shirt in the hallway. And the hallway it came from wasn't connected to any entrance to the basement. So how did someone manage to slip by all of us without being seen? We all asked each other if we saw it. And once we agreed, we all saw the white figure. We decided we were going to go look. Before we were able to even get up, we heard a loud noise from the room. We ran to the room where we see the soda cans on my brother's dresser were knocked over. So as I got a little older, I decided I wanted to move to the basement. The laundry room was transferred upstairs, where there were also washer and dryer connections. The laundry room in the basement was connected to the kitchenette. It was a large room, so we converted it to my new bedroom, but the kitchenette was still closed off and used as storage. I actually really liked my new room. It was dark and creepy. But I was older now, and it, I was into it. <laughs> okay, but I'm still scared of the dark. Anyway, I had an iPod on the speaker dock. You just place the iPod in it, and it's like radio alarm clock, except it plays your music, not the radio.
1: Oh, baby, I know all about it. Do you, though,
2: old man? No, yeah. I'm just kidding.
1: Yeah, I do. I miss mine.
2: You had to press OK on the iPod, and it wouldn't just randomly play. One night, my speaker starts making extremely loud static noise out of nowhere extremely loud. I freaked out and immediately hopped out of bed and took the iPod out of the speaker. As I'm inspecting the speaker, an empty clothes hanger violently moves behind me in my closet as if a shirt was ripped off of it. I was frozen in fear. It took me what felt like five minutes to be able to run out of the room. I felt electrified, like my whole body was tingling. I decided to switch rooms with my oldest brother after this. (laughs) Yeah, let him deal with it. Yeah, of <laughs> He's into dark and creepy stuff way more than me, so he can deal with that. <laughs> he had been in this room now for a while, when one day I ran downstairs to see if he could give me a ride to the mall. His door was open, but his light was off. I walk in and can clearly see him sleeping. I see his face, and I saw the covers messed up, so I assumed he was sleeping, but I saw him. I said hey to try and wake him up, but he wasn't moving or anything, so I decided to turn his light on. As soon as I did, I damn near pissed myself because where I was staring at him in his bed, he was no longer there. He hadn't been there at all. I called him right after, and he said he was at his friend's. I told him what just happened and freaked out a little. I know I saw him. As more time passed, living in the house, things seemed to settle down. I never had any more experiences as intense, but still always felt the presence of something. I eventually moved out, like I said, but my parents still live in that house. <laughs> and this is where he wrote, thinking to myself, not twerking. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Fucking hell, though, that's spooky. Like, that's probably one of the creepiest things I can imagine. Yeah. Just with the lights all off and shit.
2: anyway. like what was that you know
1: yeah was it a doppelganger or was it just someone else
2: because he was trying to wake him up i'm like, see like okay if my sister is awake asleep i'm trying to wake her up i'm gonna touch her mm-hmm. you know i'm gonna shake her yeah yeah so he was probably like touching. two
1: seconds away from doing that
2: yeah well i i in my head i imagine him doing that
1: well no because was be, like standing in the doorway looking in he said, "Hey." Oh,
2: well, in that case, thank God, he, he didn't touch lightsaber. her. That's what I'm saying. Like the
1: next step or would touch be. touch him, yeah. To the like... next
2: logical step would be to twerk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you need to get over the twerking.
2: There was no twerking in this story. See, I tried okay. to wake him up, but I couldn't, so I started twerking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm imagining him twerking in the doorway.
1: I know, I know what you're doing. (laughs) You sound like uh, that little dog. What? What The catch the pigeon dog. The the little cartoon dog from Catch the Pigeon. I can't remember the
0: name. (laughs) Muttley. I'm so wheezy.
1: Yeah. There's actually just so much to take in, though, and that like, can you imagine being with ten of them in the basement and seeing the person in the white shirt just walking by?
2: Yeah, fucking room full of people.
1: It's not like because when I was first picturing that, like you know, it was all oh, way off in the distance, like down the long hallway, but yeah. it wouldn't be.
2: No, that would be like. It's like imagine you regular sized house basement hanging out with the lads in like the <laughs> living room, and then one of use gets up and you and it just they just leave and you're just like wait a minute that wasn't one of us yeah yeah exactly who the fuck was that
1: that moment of realization as well like yeah but yeah you definitely made the right call switching with your older brother because fuck that i wonder do your parents have it like are they still having let us know because i'm asking all these questions and you're not here
2: well i think he said they died down some
1: oh okay yeah Right, but anyway, thank you very much for that story. Mm -hmm. And if you think of any more, let us know.
2: We had a lot of fun with that one.
1: You and your twerking away demons.
2: (laughs) When in doubt, twerk it out.
1: (laughs) I wonder if Zach Baggins even know about that.
2: (laughs) That's what he does to taunt the demons. (laughs) (laughs) Side note, like if we ever get an email from you again, Corey. Just tell us it's, it's twerking, Corey, and we'll know it's you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Signed, TC. This next one is the last one, and it's from Hayley. I grew up in Port Elgin, Ontario, in Canada, a small town on Lake Huron. The house that my family lived in was a century home directly across the street from the neighborhood park, Nodwell Park. Now, Nodwell Park used to be an Anishinaabe village. I think I'm pronouncing that properly. Which was settled in the 1300s. As kids, we spent a lot of time at the park, which was on the outskirts of a forest. And we naturally spent a lot of time in the forest as well. Knowing that the Iroquois village used to be there, we spent one summer digging around different areas between the park's field and the forest. We found many, many bones and old pottery. We even found an entire human pelvis, Whoa. which some kid took home, which faded it to be thrown out by his grandmother, <laughs> straight in the garbage. Can
2: you imagine his grandma's like, "What the hell are you doing with this <laughs> pelvis, boy? <laughs> Throw that out. That's dirty.
1: <laughs> um, straight in the garbage. An entire pelvis. Wow. This floored me even back then at Did the it age of six floor or you?
0: seven.
2: <laughs> 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 Yeah,
1: because surely that should have just been handed to a museum or something, right? Yeah. Maybe she had pelvis envy. I don't know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like it. Haley with a sense of humor. Yeah. Sense of humor, Haley.
1: Anyway, aside from the history of the park and its cornucopia of bones, Jesus Christ, I feel like my uh, reading skills are really getting tested here in this one. <laughs> Anyway, aside from the history of the park and its cornucopia of bones, the house that we lived in was quite creepy on its own, and many odd things happened there. I will tell you about a few that stand out the most to me, starting with the time that I heard a disembodied voice whispering my name. I think that I was five at the time. It was night, and everyone was asleep, and I woke up needing to go to the bathroom. Everyone's bedrooms were upstairs. And there was also a bathroom upstairs, but the toilet was broken at the time, so you had to use the downstairs bathroom, which meant that you had to go down the stairs, through the living room, through the kitchen, and into the back room of the house, in the absolute dark. No lights whatsoever. Naturally, I was scared, so I crept into my mom's room and asked her if she would come with me, and she said no. What? So I had to soldier on. I made it down the stairs and through the living room to the edge of the kitchen, where I could make out the doorway on the other side of the kitchen, leading into the back room. Uh, Jesus Christ! I'll is go.
2: Awful. I would go with you, Haley, but i make you. Go. I'll make you go first, Adam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was a gaping black doorway, which to me at the time seemed like it led to nowhere because the darkness was so dense. It scared me, and I stood still, trying to muster up the courage to cross the kitchen. And as I stood there, a voice coming from the darkness whispered.
2: No. Ah!
1: I turned and ran back to my room and likely peed the bed that night.
2: (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) I
1: don't blame you. I remember in in the house where I grew up in, it was like my grandparents' house. I was so scared because the stairs went down but wrapped around so you couldn't see the bottom of it. Mm. And in my child's mind all I could see was the stairs going down into blackness and I never knew what was there. So literally, I pissed the bed on more than a few nights out of pure fucking fear. Yeah. (laughs) This next bit is titled, The Man. This happened when I was 10 or 11. At this time, I shared a room with my older sister. We had a bunk bed, which was situated against the far wall of the room. She had the top and I had the bottom. One night, we were both asleep when I woke up suddenly and felt like I was being watched, as you typically did in this house. I turned and saw, standing beside our bed, a large silhouette of a man. He was perfectly still, and so was I. At first, I couldn't move because I was so frightened, but after maybe 30 seconds, I pulled my blanket over my head and rolled over to face the wall, putting my back to the figure and eventually falling back asleep. I never saw that figure again, to my recollection, though my sister did see the figure of a woman in that same room during the night on a different occasion. This next bit is titled The Ruckus. I like it. When I was 16, during the summer, there was a week where during the night, every night while everyone was asleep, except me, there was a commotion coming from downstairs in the kitchen. The first night that I heard it from my room, At this time I had my own room across the hall from my older sister. I stepped out into the hall to make sure that what I was hearing was actually real and that it was indeed coming from downstairs and not outside or something. Sure enough, the clattering was clearly coming from downstairs. I called out but received no response. No one else came out from their rooms. I went back to bed. This happened every night for the next five nights with the noises getting progressively louder and more violent. Every night I heard it, and no one else in the house stirred. On the final night, however, when the sounds reached their peak, I stepped out into the hall with a knife in my hand. I believe that I had gotten it from the kitchen earlier in the week to arm myself because of the noises at night. And at that time, my sister stepped out of her room too. I was relieved, and she said, What is that? meaning the noises coming from downstairs. The sounds were very loud and it sounded like glasses and plates were smashing and that the kitchen was generally getting trashed. I told her that it had been happening all week and we decided to go check it out together. She and I and the knife. The <laughs> <laughs> three of Yeah. So we crept down the stairs slowly and once we reached the bottom of the stairs, the sounds stopped. We crossed the living room where our cat was sleeping soundly and looked into the kitchen and saw that nothing was out of place. Everything was as it was. Chairs at the table, nothing broken, cupboards closed. After that night, I never heard the ruckus again.
0: Hmm.
1: It may not seem super scary reading it, but by that time, I had lived in this house for 13 creepy as fuck years and heard a lot of sounds, seen some shit had out-of-body experiences, and always felt like I was being watched. This was the first time that something prolonged had occurred, which made it, for me, extra creepy. Mm. My younger brother still lives there with my stepdad and tells me that things are still happening almost every day. Oh, wow. He says that if anything, it's gotten worse. Wow. Once in a blue moon, I will go there for a quick visit and the atmosphere is still quite oppressive and the eyes still follow you. My daughter and I stopped in once not too long ago while we were in town so that she could use the washroom, and she snapped a picture on her phone while she was upstairs. In the photo, there was a figure near the banister on the landing, though you would have to see it for yourself and make your own assessment. I have lots of stories from my life in that house and have not since leaving had the same type or close to the same quantity of paranormal experiences anywhere else thanks guys and they sent us that picture remember I showed you that picture
2: oh wait let me see it again
1: so yeah in this photo you can see like it's kind of hard to describe but it's just a random picture of you know a landing area looking down through like a doorway down the stairs and it does definitely look like there's a shadow of In my head, it's like a boy because it's the same height as the banisters. Yeah. But I don't really know how tall those banisters are.
2: It kind of looks like the Android little guy. Yeah, like
1: Android logo. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. So I'm not going to share it because it's not our picture.
2: Right. But just know it's fucking weird.
1: Yeah, definitely weird. But Haley, if you want me to share it, let me know. And I definitely will.
2: Yeah. And if you have any more stories, let us know. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah,
1: like that's what, it. Doesn't matter if you've had one story or eight hundred stories, so, we'll still read them, no yeah. matter how many times you keep emailing us.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we're still gonna read them.
1: And if you haven't submitted your story yet, but you want to,
2: what the hell are you waiting for? <laughs> An invitation, because this is us I'm inviting you to email us.
1: Yeah, <laughs> weekly <laughs> at gmail dot com. That was a buttload of good stories, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. I kind of don't even know
2: today was really fun i think on account kind <laughs> of the cough syrup and all the twerking. oh yeah
1: yeah because we got another like really interesting photo in our- oh actually one other thing i wanted to say mm. that was l- kind of linked in with the last titillating tales where we got the the one person got like their phone Google just started talking randomly during one of our episodes.
2: Oh, you mean like a weird um, yeah. situation? Weird
1: message from Google, like, yeah, yeah. if I had arms, I would hug you or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it was totally unprompted. And... Um,
2: what, another one of those happened?
1: No, but I'm just saying, like, it's kind of weird synchronicity that in Miss Witch Reading's story, <laughs> uh-huh. it was another random Google announcement. You know what I mean? Specifically Google, oh. even though they had Siri... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. I get what
2: you're saying now,
1: yeah. Probably nothing at all, but just random. And then, um, yeah, as well as Haley's picture, we got sent another picture, and I cannot not remember where it was from. And it was also really fucking good. Yeah? Yeah.
2: Well, why are you telling me about it? If no, I did show it, it to did you. Did you?
1: Yeah, of course. Hmm. The pictures I can't not look at straight away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, that's Like, true. the stories I find really hard to not breathe through through them yeah yeah yeah. yeah. but the pictures no i have to look into them and that's what i was gonna say if you have got any fucking crazy pictures that you've ever taken or videos or whatever send them to us and also if you're still listening by this stage um send us your favorite scary tiktoks because we want to do like a reaction video to them yeah um yeah just you can dm that or email us what do whatever the fuck you want anyway Thank you very much for listening. Yes, I don't know if we will continuously have two titillating tales of true terror in every month, but this That's was nice.
2: entirely up to you.
1: Yeah. But it was nice doing it for this one. Anyway, guys, thank you very much. Uh, follow us, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the bullshit. If you have stories, send them here, weeklycreep at gmail.com. If you want to join our Patreon for a buttload of extra content, such as extra titillating tales of true terror uh fucking plenty of videos and just extra weekly creep episodes every couple weeks or something we're a lot more organized now i'm looking at a whiteboard calendar so we don't forget stuff
2: (laughs) just really proud of that whiteboard
1: i love it it makes everything look so organized even though we're not really that organized (laughs) i mean i'd say we are it looks the part then. okay that's it
0: okay
2: bye. bye in my head I'm imagining in like an old house and he's just in his room in his twin sized bed next to it just twerking but like with a pensive face on yeah he's just really twerking. serious <laughs>